0: This is Frank Dominguez, and my guest is Dr. Kathleen Jamieson, president and CEO of the Mint Museum of Art, here to talk to us about a very special exhibit that marks the 100th anniversary of the Panama Canal. Dr. Jamieson, welcome to WDAV. Thank you. Glad to be here. How did the Mint end up hosting a show about the centennial of the Panama Canal? What was the inspiration for that?
1: We actually have a painting on loan by an artist that was uh, working during the time of the building of the canal, and this painting caught the uh, attention of our senior curator of modern contemporary and American art, Jonathan Stolman, and it really provided the seed inspiration for the show. And so it's from the building of the Panama Canal. It's a beautiful painting, and that sparked the entire project.
0: I gather that there's another connection with the Panama Canal in a long-standing part of the Mint Museum's collection, and that's the collection of art from Dr. Francis Robichek.
1: Yes. One of the um, jewels in the crown of Mint Museum Randolph is our Art of the Ancient Americas collection, or our pre-Columbian collection, um, which has largely uh, been given to the museum by Dr. Robichek. And we actually have one of the top three or four collections in the country, and a lot of folks here don't know that. So it really is uh, an exceptional opportunity to see works from uh, Latin America right here in Charlotte and a great connection to the Panama Canal Show.
0: Now, you have uh, done something interesting to bring this into the present day because you've made two contemporary commissions. Uh, What are those commissions and who are the artists involved?
1: It was important for us to bring this to the present, particularly because we're celebrating the um, centennial of the opening of the canal and of course the expansion of the canal currently. And so we wanted to bring um, the exhibition to the present by commissioning some works. And first we were really looking at commissioning uh, a work of art. And that began to develop into working with an, an incredible artist named Mel Chin who is based um, here in North Carolina and has done a residency at the McCall Center. And so um, he has been a part of our community now for a couple of years. And Mel is a renowned international artist. He is doing a site-specific installation um, where visitors will be able to actually walk through this incredible piece um, that will have data from All over the world from working with oceanographers and others, and it will be streaming across these glass panels as you walk through. It's pretty spectacular. What's even better is that, right, you can see. People going through the exhibition were live streaming um, from that installation. And so you can actually see people enjoying that installation by Melchin, which is very exciting. The other thing that we wanted to do was to um, commission a short story by an author uh, named Anthony Dorr. And he's actually on the bestseller list right now for a novel uh, titled All the Light We Cannot See. And Anthony wrote a short story based on a doctor who was responsible for uh, dealing with a yellow fever uh, when the Panama Canal was being built. And he's taken this story and fictionalized it and sort of taken it into a, a, another realm. And I've just had a chance to read it, and it's fantastic.
0: How is that story going to be incorporated into the exhibition?
1: It is part of our exhibition catalog. So if you get the catalog, you get the story. Um, But we've also taken excerpts from the story, and they are interspersed throughout the exhibition. So we're tying these vignettes from uh, Anthony's story to the works of art and the experience of the show.
0: And what are some of the other works and special aspects to the exhibition that visitors can expect?
1: One of the things that I'm most proud of is that um, this is another installment uh, of an exhibition that where we have bilingual labels, and I'm very proud of that. So we have both English and Spanish language uh, labels and didactics for all of our visitors, so that's very exciting. We also have a lot of ephemera uh, or, you know, different pieces of um, either photographs or articles, books, things from that period that really bring it to life. The best piece, usually when we think about ephemera, we think about small things. The best piece that we have is a very large thing, um, 3,000 pounds. We have one of the steam shovel buckets that was used um, to build the canal. And it will be right in the gallery. You'll be able to touch it, which never happens uh, in art museums. We're excited about that. And uh, it it really brings home just how big the canal was because
0: when, when you're standing next to it, it's pretty awesome. Is there another work in the exhibition that especially fascinates you?
1: I love the works that were created at the time of the canal that's an area that i just have a lot of passion for um, and i i keep referring to them as kind of the instagrams of their day i mean these artists were down there doing paintings or prints and drawings and that's really how the american public but also the world knew what was going on and 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 this was truly one of the the wonders of the world and so be, being able to see that those works that meant so much to um, communicating what was happening, I just think, are really fantastic.
0: Now, globalism and global trade have been increasingly important in the last few years, especially here in the Carolinas, where so many uh, mills and other types of jobs have gone overseas. This exhibition also touches on those themes of globalism and global trade. What role do you see an arts institution such as the Mint Museum playing in the discussion of those types of ideas, and why is that important for you to do?
1: Well, it was especially um, interesting for us to think about doing the show uh, that celebrated the centennial of the Panama Canal, but also had a very real association with things that are happening here in Charlotte. And so with the um, construction of the intermodal facility here, the connection that that has with the canal's expansion, it became clear that we might be able to, as a museum, somewhat unexpectedly, lead a conversation around globalism and um, Charlotte's role in that uh, phenomenon in a way that maybe other institutions couldn't. And so we were very intentional about partnering with um, some folks that we might not normally uh, partner with on an art show like the U.S. Department of Commerce and others. But that was very important in terms of, again, sending uh, a message around a citywide or uh, regional issue, as well as um, bringing folks together again in kind of an unexpected way. Now,
0: uh, I understand that there's a U.S. export conference being hosted in Charlotte in conjunction with this exhibition. Tell me about that.
1: So, again, something that you might not expect in conjunction with uh, an arts exhibition, but we have partnered, again, with the U.S. Department of Commerce, um, as well as the Export Council here. They've been wonderful partners for us. They are Hosting a conference—it's a—it's obviously export focus business-to-business conference that actually is bringing in folks that represent the entire Western Hemisphere, and so this conference itself has grown uh, exponentially as a result of the Panama Canal project at uh, the museum, and so we are um, going to be hosting folks from all over the world, executives uh, from. Um, all truly all over the world, but with a focus on the Americas, and they are going to be have their conference um, over several days. While just be, while we're opening the exhibition,
0: and uh, do you have any special guests or VIP that are planning to attend either the opening of the exhibition or any aspect of it?
1: Yes, we're very excited. Uh, to have the U.S. ambassador um, to Panama in attendance. And um, he is uh, going to be not only uh, visiting the museum, but also attending the conference, which is very exciting.
0: Now, we're recording this interview on the 78th anniversary of the founding of the Mint Museum, and you've been here at the helm for only a few of those years, but I'd like you to reflect on the history of the museum in this community as much as you know it and how it has changed from the mid-1930s when it was founded to the present day.
1: Well, today is a special day. It's our um, 78th anniversary, and... You know, a group of visionary citizens uh, led by um, uh, Mary Myers-Dwelly got together to save the Mint Building, so the first branch of the U.S. Mint outside of Philadelphia, and they rallied the community raised the then astronomical sum of about $900 to uh, save the building and move it to its current location in Eastover off of Randolph Road. And they really did that without any art in hand, without um, knowing what might be. And so when we look back uh, today with the museum now being... um, really the flagship visual arts institution for the region and um, having grown so much it's we're very proud of what has been accomplished um, since those somewhat humble beginnings
0: now you've been at the helm of the museum since 2010 correct yes how have the institution and the city lived up to your expectations when you arrived
1: well, one of the things that drew me to uh, Charlotte and to the Mint was the um, the prospect of really building something, and Charlotte builds and is a can-do city, and so uh, just the work that we've been able to do since the opening of the Mint Museum uptown and the growth that we've experienced, let alone the growth that the city and and community and region are experiencing um, has very much lived up to my expectations because I uh, get excited about being part of building something great and feel very proud that we are doing that.
0: Apart from the Panama Canal at 100 exhibition, what else do you have going on at the two locations of the Mint Museum that a visitor should make sure to see? Well,
1: also at uh, Mint Museum Uptown, we have uh, an exhibition on right now called Beyond Craft. It is uh, a show uh, from a private collection, the Eagle Collection, and the Eagles were actually instrumental in founding the Mint Museum of Craft and Design, as well as one of our uh, most important affiliates, the Founder Circle. And so being able to bring parts of their wonderful collection to Charlotte really means a lot, especially in an anniversary year. Um, So there's a lot going on uptown. At Randolph, we have uh, a number of exhibitions that some people may not have seen if they haven't been there in a while. So we have a wonderful heritage gallery, which actually tells the history of the 78 years. And um, we're very proud of that because you can really sort of take a a walk through time and see the museum's evolution. We also recently uh, doubled the size of our African art galleries and we've been able to do that through some very generous loans from a local collector. and so that those have really those galleries have really, uh, again, um, grown significantly and are beautiful. and I'd encourage folks to be able to go see those.
0: Uh, to bring this back around to the current exhibit, what uh, role does this exhibit play in what you see as the future vision you have for the Mint Museum of Art going forward?
1: Well, I love the fact that this is uh, a mint organized exhibition. So we always try to have a, a mix of shows that we bring from elsewhere. This spring we'll have a, a, a blockbuster exhibition on Halston and Warhol. We're working with the Warhol Museum on that. Um, but for us to be able to uh, organize a show that has traveled—it's our um, traveled to Memphis—is very important for us. Um, but it also reinforces the global international collection that the Mint uh, is very proud of. So we truly span the globe. We have nearly 35,000 objects in our collection, which a lot of folks don't know. And it it spans um, the time from 4500 BC to the present. So we take great pride in being able to present the world through the mint and uh, this project is a very important part of that and continues that global
0: outlook. Are there any other comments you'd like to make about either the current exhibition or anything else about the mint?
1: Well, I would love to tell you two uh, factoids about the mint and the Panama Canal that I think are pretty neat. So one is that I learned today actually that the Mint Museum Uptown, so if you took that, you took three of them, that is how large the first lock of the Panama Canal is. Pretty outstanding. The other piece that just, again, kind of gives you a sense of scale is that if you stand at the top of the Mint Museum Uptown in the atrium area, so on the fifth floor, and look down, that's about the depth of the Panama Canal. Now it makes my niece weak <laughs> to do that. But um, that's just some fun stuff that we're going to uh, be able to share with our visitors. And there'll be signage and things like that. So folks will know. But um, again, just bringing home just how amazing this project was and how uh, cool it is to be able to tie it to uh, the Mint and Charlotte.
0: Well, Dr. Kathleen Jameson, President and CEO of the Mint Museum of Art, thank you so much for visiting WDAV. Best of luck with the Panama Canal at 100 exhibition.
1: Thank you so much.